Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. And welcome, everyone, to this episode of Quantum Conversations. We are joining together in this space on a very powerful day. And so as we record this session in the now moment, it is encoded with these energies of July 23rd. What a powerful time. Uh, we're going to talk about what makes this day so powerful. And no matter when you listen to this episode, you can still be tuning in to that power and the energies that is actually being encoded in our recording. My guest today is a fantastic channel. She also teaches channeling, and what she's learned is quite profound in how we personally grow as we each open up to channeling, as we each open to our higher self. It's interesting because blocks and things that keep us um, from that access to this information actually come up to be cleared and revealed. So it is quite fascinating. Fascinating, And my guest today is Cheryl Noday, here channeling the Syria family. We're going to hear from them as well. Let's welcome Cheryl Noday back to Quantum Conversations. Cheryl, hello and welcome. Hello. Hi, Loren. Thank you so much for having me again. What fun. What fun we're going to have. Yes, so it is July 23rd, a powerful day, a powerful day indeed. Um, and this day has been known by the ancients. It celebrates in our calendar and our time frame being July 23rd, more powerful than the first day of spring. And why is that? Well, there is a beautiful star in our sky called Sirius. And although Sirius is always illuminating on us, she becomes closer and brighter. So it's known as July 23rd, the most powerful day of the year, because it is the opening to Sirius. And what is Sirius? It is a divine feminine, the goddess energy, radiating, booming. 
So it's like a vortex. It's not like a closed door where the door is closed and it opens. But instead, this star begins to dance, if you will, begins to wobble, if you will, begins to just shake a little bit. And when she becomes in complete alignment with this earth, that it, it becomes a vibrational opening. And that light, that vibrational, serious light, the light of the heavens, the light of the angels, opens wide and full and illuminates every cell within our being, every plant on this planet, every being, every human being, every plant being, every animal being, every aquatic being, no one is left out of this immeasurable time for enlightenment. It is a time to use our imagination. It is a high time for magic, mm. for creation. And this star stays open, if you want to use that word, vibrating open on our particular planet, raising the vibration. So in a sense, Earth begins to dance a little bit too. And we'll stay in this potent vibration for 55 days. So, yes, whenever anyone listens to this, <laughs> they're just still going to be in it. And, and it doesn't mean, friends, that it closes and it's not available. She's always here with us as a guiding star, but it becomes more potent, more accessible to us. And so it is a time to, to really embrace ourselves as creators, to look at, never to be afraid, of our shadow energy because it, it is it must be accessed. It must be accessed in terms of our growth. Never be afraid of yourself in that way. And so mm. did you want to say something? <laughs> I didn't want to Go ahead, I'll catch up with you. Oh <laughs> all right. And so the Egyptian pyramids are aligned to the chakras and the spine would be the Nile. And if you think about it, the pyramids, they don't have any windows. So how was it illuminated? How did the ancient Egyptians know where they were going? Well, telepathy. They were extraordinary in telepathy. They were extraordinary in magic. They were extraordinary in sound healing. But on July 23rd, the top of the pyramid had a very small little, little opening and the light of Sirius was anchored so perfectly that it illuminated every chamber in the pyramid. That is so fascinating. We're going to talk a little bit more about it. about it. <laughs> yeah, it is. And so um, it explains a couple of things. One, I want to share uh, a dream. It would be interesting if anyone else in our audience noticed what their dreams were last night mm -hmm. mine mm -hmm. actually i woke up and it was like whoa that was a really wild dream and i've been working on dream work actually but it was very interesting because this was a shadow energy dream it was almost like it was a shadow energy fractal that was coming out to be revealed and resolved once and for all it was like a healing dream me taking back my power in a shadow situation so that is interesting 
Did well, that's, you... that's incredible. And that's mm-hmm. exactly what happens is that these energies that we call shadow that are in the unconscious, they're shadow because we can't see them. They, they reveal themselves to us because they want to be part of the light. Mm-hmm. They want to be part of the illumination. So we call that taking our power back, our, our, our making the shadow more light, more of a light vibration. So on this path that we're on, it, the more that we grow, the more that we harness these beautiful energies uh, to, to align ourselves to this beautiful light, then life becomes a dream then life becomes magical and we're not afraid of ourselves or anything else because we're in the vibration of creating it all. We create reality based on what we are thinking when we're breathing. When we're mm-hmm. breathing, what we're when we're breathing and what we're thinking is how we create reality. Now you can go on meditation, you can you can program it. Those are really, really powerful. But day to day, what you're thinking, what you're breathing is what you will create. Wow, and so today is that very powerful day. It's a, it's really a portal opening to that star light of Sirius. And um, okay, so uh, you know, you and I were mentioning that this morning for me personally, I got up and I had a get 'em done attitude or a get her done <laughs> attitude. Nothing was going to stop me. There was actually no fear. I mean, sometimes I get blockages. I do. I, I get. Like, mm, why do I want to do that? And today it was an attitude of just do it. Who cares? So that was really fun. Um, do you happen to know? Well, you had a boost. You had some oh, go help ahead. too. What's that? You had you had a boost, and you had some help with that too. <laughs> it was a definite boost. Yes, it's a high time for creation. So it's very exciting. It really is. And so you know, also just having passed through the eclipse window. We're releasing more density and more shadow. Uh, that was really beautiful to be able to um, step up the creation. And so I hope everyone, everyone is feeling the creative inspiration that's coming in um, and actually writing it down and actually doing something, um, taking a little action. Uh, that would be wonderful to hear from people because, like you said, it is a potent vibration. And you said for 58 days? Uh, 55 days, it, it stays in, in this potency. Um, as we are in eclipse season, as we are in Mercury retrograde, we're, we're being helped, we're being facilitated. Uh, once again, the universe beckons out to us, uh, who are you and what do you want? Who are you and what do you want to create for your world? This is our planet. Uh, although oftentimes it, it, we want to get help from another, come and save us. But it is, it is our planet. We're creating it. And we're also changing it. So uh, nothing is set in stone right now. During these powerful times of, of openings uh, and, and eclipses where you can eclipse out a vibration, where you can eclipse out a certain pattern, and then you can repattern yourself, you're getting a lot of help with it. And, and here is July 23rd, right in the middle of it all, uh, where we're reminded of the Syrian light. And the Syrian light reminds us that we are creators and how do we create reality? Another facet of that is if you can imagine it, if you can dream it, if you can imagine it over and over, you will create it on this plane of reality. So we are learning that we are the magicians, we are the creators of our own reality, the physical world I'm talking about. 
each and every one of us. And so we get illuminated with this light to remind us that we are the embodiment of our higher selves. We don't need to plead and get on our hand and knees and, 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 and pray and beg and everything else. We are the embodiment of those energies here. And so when we illuminate, when we become illuminated, when we are reminded during these potent times, it reminds us to live the story of our higher self, written and designed by us. Written and designed by us, absolutely. And so it's very important, right, to what do we want to create in the world? That is so inspiring to know that we are each here to create that peace. And so just do it one foot in front of the other as we create, as we create. It would be wonderful to hear from some people who are um, experiencing the energies as well in this process and see what um, they're experiencing. You know, here you and I are, are talking about the dream space and then the energy of the day and just moving forward on creations. It is a very potent time. And, and so we are here to make that difference in the world, to dream it and create it. So thank you for sharing that. Uh, oh, you absolutely. Wanted... Thank you for the opportunity and that, and that we're all together. Uh, I know that loneliness is at an all-time high. The Dalai Lama talked about that it's the, it's the disease of America. And, and yet we, we are all together in this. So it's an interesting paradox that loneliness is at an all-time high, and yet we have the ability to be more connected than ever. So I want to encourage people to walk down the street and, and say hello to someone, to, to be that person that gives the extra smile, to, to go ahead and, and give a compliment to someone, and to let this be part of the norm, to, to let it be part of the new programming that you reach out to your human brothers and sisters, and as a result, you begin to open your heart uh, w without effort, and you open your heart to your star brothers and sisters because we are not a planet that is isolated we are a vital part of the universe and a lot of eyes are on us right now and so this beautiful Syrian light comes to remind us of our beauty of our power that we are loved and, and what a beautiful way that they do it is through the highest vibration of light and love <laughs> Oh, I love it. I'd like to share about the the month of July so far. You know, here we are. Um, there's a lot going on, right? You had the eclipse. You had Mercury retrograde. You've got this beautiful stargate opening of the Sirius star, July 23rd. It's when the Sirius star is the closest and brightest in our sky of the goddess energy. And I'm recapping that for some of those who asked about it. Um, but what I noticed on July 4th, and this is interesting mm -hmm. because here in the United States, that's a holiday, so it really is a mm -hmm. summer holiday. And what I noticed mm -hmm. is that people out, I went for a bike ride on the bike trail. There's joggers and hikers, and people were happy. Everybody passing by, I would say hello. Everyone was saying hello. I was very happy. It was almost like Christmas, that feeling of people being happy on Christmas Day. <laughs> like if you've ever flown on an airplane on Christmas Day, <laughs> people yeah. are really happy. Then the other days, it's kind of different, right? 
Well, this was like right. the very next day, the July 5th. It was like I was back out on my bike and back out on the trail and people were different. It was like like people, I don't know if they were hung over from July 4th or just um, coming down all that high. And I loved what you said there about continuing to smile always still smile, always reach out to people because we can That's see right. it. We can see when the collective is vibrant, but it is up to us then to continue to reach out with the smile or a hello and yeah, ask them what they're doing. Yes, absolutely. It's a reflection. It brings that, that life truly is a reflection that what treat another the way that you want to be treated. Reach out to people. We all need it so much right now. Be yes. the first. Be the initiator. <laughs> and just laugh. It's a joke, you know. If you have to remind yourself of that, we have to lighten up to ascend, you know. Let's not take everything well, so seriously. <laughs> that's that's really true. And and to realize that um, I think this is the most difficult. That this really is the illusion that we're in. That our spiritual life. Where we go when we no longer have a body is is reality, and yet you that that's very hard for the ego self to understand. It's like, well, wait a minute, if I bump my arm, I'm going to feel that, and and uh, my friend that just passed, I feel that pain. And so, what do you mean this is really the illusion? And, and this is this really is this is where we come to experience the vast composition of energy and emotions. We create it all. It is all in our own hologram. And and uh, when we come onto this planet, and by the time that we exit this planet, we will have understood more and more and more the composition of compassion, that we, we really are compassionate beings. It doesn't look that way right now and, it, and maybe not in history but we are compassionate beings the human race has an extraordinary capacity to love and we need to remind each other of that and build each other of that and talk about that and see it in each other and make that the norm make that the norm because it really it's what i love to say it's the chronicles of love we are here experiencing the lessons of love and the lack of love and so hold on to your hat as we just simply return to love. And that is the lesson, simply enough. So that is beautiful. Wow. Okay. Well, all right, everyone. Thank you. I want to share a dream. We have D-Light on our YouTube channel who says that um, I dreamt of angels and stars in the start in the night sky last night. So magical. That's very cool. Yeah, this is all indicative. Of very timely. <laughs> the energy, yes, absolutely. Very timely. I would say that uh, you're already anchored in, probably very tuned in, very psychic individual um, that was already coming in and getting a heads up just as the serious energy was opening. And so let that in. Yeah, it, let embrace it in. that. Embrace it. Absolutely. Randy also says his dreams were a dramatic adventure last night. <laughs> okay. Well, it's cool. It All was, right. It, it was, uh, they were the star, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that was the star, but it was an adventure for him. Mel says that last night I dreamed what felt like all night long, that my deceased son was being attacked by the dark 
and I had to protect him relentlessly. I've been hoping for light around this all day. Wow. Okay, well, Mel, my dreams were with my parents, and they're both on the other side as well. And it was a darker experience, but in my dream, I took my power back. So that's very interesting um, that you were dreaming about your son being attacked by the dark, and you had to protect him relentlessly. Relentlessly. So, Cheryl, <clears throat> do you have any comment around this or a comment on the advice on how Mel can bring no. light to this? How did he pass? How did he pass, Mel? I don't know if you have time to type that in real quick here. Give Mel a quick minute. And um, very well be. Huh? Okay, so Mel, if you could tell us, if you could chat in our Q&A box, how your son passed, as brief as you want to go. Well, you know what? I'm already getting it, that it was an opportunity for a release and cleansing for both she and her son. Both. Yes, like I say, it, it was a, the, the energy I woke up with was shadow fractal energy. Fractal shadow, a residual, right? Well, it, it, it's really not shadow anymore because it's been illuminated. Yeah. It's not shadow anymore because now now it has come out of the closet, so you're seeing it. It only is shadow when you have no idea what it is and it's impacting it. Okay. So, so, so the, oh. the cleanse and the healing is really already happening as it's happening with Mel. This is a fear of hers that she either needs to continue protecting him or didn't do it well enough when he was still with us. We've so heard from Mel. Okay. We've heard from Mel. Blame. He passed in his sleep. Okay. So did, she must have felt very powerless about that. Well, this is a clearing, Mel. So, and um, feel the light there. Yeah, feel the light. Just that awareness on it. Hold him. Hold him with love. Okay. Hold him with love. And that could very well be uh, still, uh, which is so understandable, wanting wanting to protect him even when he's no longer physical. And the way to do that, if she still has this, her 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 mothering nature, of course, and the way to do that would be through love, to see a vibration of love around him all the time, and he will be safe, and he will be secure, and he will feel her love, and for her to trust that. I hope that helps you, Mel. I hope that is the light on this matter that you were looking for. Thank you. Okay. Well, if you have questions too, please uh, go ahead and ask them on our Q&A box for Cheryl. <clears throat> you are welcome to visit us at AcousticHealth.com. Click on Quantum Conversations Today's Show live on air, and you can join by phone, and we can unmute you and take a question if you like. But what we're really going to do today is have Cheryl <clears throat> talk a little bit about channeling and how this offers us how you know it's an innate ability that we can tap into mm -hmm. and how it really offers us so much growth 
And then she's going to bring forth the Syria family reading into our group energy. So if you've got a question for Cheryl, go ahead and just um, telepathically send that into our field. She can or you into that. can ask me about the channeling process, like why is it, why does it, how does it help us with our growth? If someone wants to ask that in the chat box, I'll be happy to answer that. Yes, and, and I'm going to share on that too, because I've taken your channeling classes, and mm-hmm. they, and I've gone through my own personal growth there. I mean, it's a um, past life remember remembrance of uh, past life situations. Mm-hmm. Remembering our power in past lives, remembering in this life where we gave our power away or we gave up our faith in source. I mean, this is all what programs us into this adult being that we are and this (laughs) carrying all this baggage of programs that really limit us. And so the personal growth. It's a patterning. Mm-hmm. The patterning that we bring from former lives and that we bring from childhood, it's, it's a patterning. It's a, it's a program that we're in, very much like the software that we use when we're on our own computers. And it becomes a filter in how we project our essence through. And in the channeling process, we are asked to, that becomes illuminated. And what might be easy for one person to connect with their higher self and do an exercise might be more difficult for another. Why would it be that one person might be able to embrace the concept of self-love while an invisible seed called anger might be blocking that self-love for another? Well, these two individuals Mm -hmm. may not entertain that notion until they're sitting in a class and asked to do a particular exercise, and they begin to you begin to feel that energy. Well, why can't I cannot do that? What is coming up for me? Why do I really feel so frustrated? And begin to checklist. Well, perhaps this happened, and checklist. Well, perhaps this happened, and oh yes, I remember this happened, and perhaps I'm hanging on to these. And so growth is awareness, but it's also changing the reality. We must be able to get out of our addiction of holding on to these energies, the vast assortment of them, ranging from self-pity to anger to I'm not good enough is a a real big one, Uh, why can't I do this, transforming these to I'm a beacon of light, where where it's not words, they are a frequency. And when you entertain this frequency, when it becomes part of your own frequency, you begin to feel a sense of peace that you've never known. And so this is part of the education. This is the foundation. This is the anatomy of channeling. This is why I called the uh, classes for the last 15 years the anatomy of authentic channeling, because we have to get to know our interior. Mm -hmm. The interior becomes Go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. The interior becomes invisible. Right, because everything's so real with our eyes and our senses that we we must see it. And so when we close our eyes and really tune into that area and the energy of it, oh my goodness, that is the most important thing that we can do in our lives. And one of the things I love about the whole channeling process and your teaching of the anatomy of the channeling is that it's not, we are not opening ourselves up to energy that is lower than or less than. 
because there is our oh, higher self as a gatekeeper. <laughs> And that's very important. So let's talk a little bit about that. We're always in charge. Our higher self is always in charge and is a gatekeeper. Thank you Mm -hmm. for for bringing that up. Um, Well, absolutely. Uh, Excuse me. In the channeling process, we raise our vibration. We must be able to connect with those higher energies. Uh, again, it, it's not just, well, okay, folks, go ahead and, and connect. But how does a person elevate themselves? How does a person slide, move, elevate into the highest portion of themselves and hold that and then call upon your gatekeeper? So you have these allies before you really even begin begin to channel before anything really even comes out of you. So it's a beautiful process because we learn that there's vocal channeling. We learn that there's a there's a process of channeling called relay. There's mediumship, which is a different form of, of channeling. It's just like going out and eating a Mexican dinner and someone wants to get tacos and the other person wants to get enchiladas. They're different, but they are both Mexican food. And so in our mysticism, in our connectability with the unseen, we connect with our higher self, and we also have a host of unseen friends. Now, Loren, when you and I got on the phone, we introduced ourselves. We always do. If you called me or I called you and one of us just sat there and was breathing, we'd probably hang up. Creepy. (laughs) Right. If if you pick up your phone and someone doesn't answer it, and they're thinking, well, you know who it is, just come on, tune in. You know my vibe. You know my frequency. You're probably going to get someone to hang up on you. But those are the kinds of things that we did in Lemuria. Those are the kinds of things we did in the past. And so there's really nothing new about channeling at all. In fact, it's the oldest form of communication. And so we're relearning it now. Our egos have become very sophisticated. They've, we've given them far too much to do over the centuries. We've given them the ability to tune in when they, when they shouldn't be tuning in. So in the channeling process, we learn to relax our ego, not, not, to, not, to, um, not to hurt it, not to put it down, to relax it, to relax it. And then we learn to step aside. And so it's really so beautiful. And, yes, it is part of our innate process, friends. We are born to learn how to do this. It's within everyone's right. And so I would encourage you because it is a beautiful path. It's a path like no other. But it's a path that requires a little bit of discipline. And like anything, would you want to go to a doctor or to your dentist or to an accountant? that listen to a couple of tapes. <laughs> you would you would want to say like, hey, what's your education been? Tell me a little bit about yourself. And so it is the same with us channels. We have did you want to say something? <laughs> no, go ahead, go ahead. We have studied with some of the most beautiful beings that have come to this planet. And how beautiful is that? What a gift is that? 
and staying with classes for years and years and years. Folks, that's not a selling process. It just lets you know that, that this is something that you're learning to bring forth another part of yourself. And sometimes that can be woof, real scary for some people. And for other people, oh, I know how to, how to shift. What is going into trance? Well, we've already gone into trance. Everybody on this call that's even listening a, a dozen times already today, you shift in and out of consciousness throughout your day so easily. In the channeling process, what we're doing is we do it with awareness and with consciousness. And so how beautiful life is when we have our unseen friends. And that it's only unseen because they're not vibrating as much as we are on the physical plane. All they ask of us is that we stretch a little bit up and they down, shift a little bit down, and we meet in the middle. And that brings up a lot. That brings up our growth. Am I good enough? Am I going to do it right? I don't want to disappoint my guys. How do I know that I'm hearing them? I'm not hearing what else has been going on in my head all day. We learn to discern a powerful energy, discernment, a powerful energy, and one that will change your life. Mm-hmm. And so you teach as well on voice channeling. And I think one great um, entryway into this is journaling. And when we get into, let's say when we're in a trance or we're in our heart space, and we start yes. journaling, and we ask messages. We could just say, all right, here's LG, Loren Gailey. I'm going to ask my higher self, what do I need to do in this moment? Or what's the best thing for me to do? And if we just begin to write that down and then go look at what that what we wrote down later, we will each see how powerful that was. There is another aspect of ourselves that was actually coming forth there. It's beautiful wisdom, and it's a higher wisdom. It's it's um it's a it's my goodness. It's a compassionate wisdom. It's this higher frequency of Christed consciousness. Writing can be really wonderful, and that is the initial step right there. Connecting with your higher self stepping aside, um, letting the information flow through you in a stream of consciousness, not listening mm. to it, not editing it, not uh, mm. reframing it at all, letting it just flow through you in a stream of consciousness. And uh, those are some of the beginning, and I don't mean less in any way, the beginning ways that lead you to other things. And so it, it's uh, that wonderful stepping stone. You see, we do have a foundation in channeling, which is safety and security. Mm-hmm. Safety, security, and love. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, beautiful. Um, so I'm going to ask you a few more questions before we bring in the channeling with the Syria family because as you channel the Syria family, we're going to be done with our show. You come out of it and you're in a different space. And so our questions for you will be over at that point. Okay, Cheryl? Um, so let's let's circle back and look at um, July 23rd as being a very powerful day and what yes. the ancient did during this day and how they recognized it and and really oh, connect uh, to it and harness the power. In many ways, uh, it was more powerful than the day of spring, first day of spring. It would be the first day of the year. Um, 
there was a tremendous degree of ceremony in ancient times, more than there is now. This is one of the awakenings that we're having is that we're starting to understand now as a consciousness, as peoples, as humanity, that some of our greatest insights come when we're silent. And so the ancients knew this. And so on working on this day and working with their consorts, of the serious energy. This is when the planting happened. This is when a lot of the ideas for um, what you would call it, um, the planning of the towns and the cities and some of the, I don't want to use the word rules, but some of the organization of how people were going to cooperate together. And they did. Especially in, in ancient Egypt, there was a tremendous amount of of visuals and mysticism um, incredible clairvoyance that would come during this time. And so they were able to, it would come through the priests and the priestesses, and they would in turn bring that information to the peoples, um, very much like what we're going to do today. So we have all of this in our subconscious. I'm sharing it with you today, but it's in everyone's subconscious because it's many, all of us really are reincarnated beings. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And yes, the greatest insights do come in silence. That's why nature hikes and all of it, planting these ideas. Yes. Well, how do we learn to calm ourselves in a world that is filled with chaos? Mm -mm. How do we learn to go into into the silence in a family that's filled with turmoil? How does one learn to trust themselves when their own life appears to be flipping up and down? And this is when we must begin to acknowledge that we have these keys that are inside of us. Very ancient and perhaps also very new. It can feel very, very new as well. Beautiful. Okay. Well, I'm seeing a question here from Missy, and this is interesting. She says, I think I've been channeling most of my life. Is a deceased person coming through to give a message to another? Is that channeling? For some reason, this happens spontaneously when talking to strangers and they bring up their person. And I don't know what to do about this, she says. Well, isn't that, isn't she a medium? That's, that's mediumship, but I would also, um, Missy, I would undergo some some training because there are some boundaries, you know, there are some boundaries. There there are some ways of etiquette that are going to help you stay in all of your energy. It's just like what did we learn about email when we wanted to send one person an email? We would copy that one person or send it to them. We, we learned a few years into it that, you know, if we wanted one person to get the email, we didn't have to put everybody in our contact. We learned about that. And it's very much like what's going on with you. Um, it's it's a matter of, of really being in your power. Yes, it is mediumship because what you're doing is you're you're helping someone that is that has crossed over. Uh, it's you, usually mediumship is associated with family members um, that have crossed over, and, and it's usually associated with realms of the astral would be a better way to put it. The realms of the astral world are the closest of the unseen worlds to the planet Earth. And so um, some boundaries would be very helpful. And, and to I would ask you, how do you feel 
when you're doing this? Does it bring up joy? Does it bring up anxiety? How do you feel when you're doing this? What are the symptoms, uh, the signatures that start to surface before the communication happens? And what do you feel like afterwards? And then I would do a grounding experience afterwards with yourself just to cleanse yourself that you're not carrying any of that uh, the person that you talk to on the physical plane and the person that you talk to on the astral plane in which you were being of service, you were being a conduit, that you do not want to carry their energy. Um, even if it was mm. beautiful, you still want to be back into your own energy. These exercises are real super important. You've got to a, you yeah, you've got a channeling class coming up in September or October, um, but that that will be available for everyone. That's a really good class. Um, so boundaries is really important. And Missy, you can tell us about how you feel. So what you're saying, Cheryl, is if you don't feel right, clear that energy. Well, if you don't feel right, you you often you don't have to give the transmission, even if you're hearing it over and over. So, Missy, you definitely want to be in contact with your higher self and know that this is a choice for you. If you want to go ahead and do it, that's wonderful. And if you don't, that's okay, too. So there mm-hmm. might just be some patterns coming up from past lives. Or um, This is how this is one of the reasons, again, why I'm, I'm such an advocate for growth. Because when we dive into this, if you were, for example, to take the class, or if you were an example to dive in, you would know how and why this is happening. And then what is your choice? Mm -hmm. See, how and why this is happening and what is your choice? Remember, we're never a victim. Although it can be very seductive to think that we are, we never really are a victim. Mm Mm-hmm. Great. Now, okay. Sweetheart, I'm not saying that you are. I'm not saying that you are. I just want to, to move you more into your own power to let you know that you have choices. Beautiful. All right, Missy, we I hope, hope that, that helps. helps you. Yeah, we hope that helps. I think so. <laughs> All right. Um, here is Mar- Marie. Marie says, I was told that I will channel and speak a light language. Can you explain the process when I meditate, I do movements with my hands. Is that considered channeling? Well, it's it's the beginning. It, it, it is the mm-hmm. beginning. I would ask her what is happening really in her meditation. Mm-hmm. What kind of process is she engaging in in meditation? Is it a guided meditation? <clears throat> Excuse me. Is it is it the purpose to to what is the intention of the meditation and also i'm that could be very true that that she could be getting ready to channel uh but to also in what context was that shared with her what was the context that it was shared with Mm-hmm. Very interesting. So all these questions just help her know that she can trust herself. If it was a reading and someone said, well, you're going to start channeling or you don't really need to look at this as you're going to start channeling. <clears throat> Sorry, I have a little little tickle in my throat. <laughs> you're clearing our throat chakras for us, our collective group. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess so. Okay. Well, so we just, talked what, was her, what was her name? That last person? Marie. Marie, does that help you? We hope that helps, I know Marie. That was really, 
I know that was really kind of vague, but they're, they're really, we need, in order not to give you a Band-Aid answer, we need to go deeper into that. Mm-hmm. Yes, and the class is really good. What's the context? Yes, yes, mm-hmm. And this is how you help people unravel. She said, um, well, that oh, we heard from Missy, so Marie, let us know about that. Um, one thing I want to share, too, is we gain confidence in the information that's coming forward. I remember at first I would hear things and be like, what? No way. And my ego <laughs> would come in. And even in your class, Cheryl, I had a an experience, and I doubted it. And um, there's no need to yeah. doubt. We have to just go into it. We have to lean into it, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, doubt comes in when a person doesn't trust themselves. When you have a highly active mental capacity going on throughout the day, and then you stop and go into <clears throat> a meditation, and then you're hearing something, naturally, it's going to be quite easy to say, wait a minute, what's real? Now in meditation I'm hearing this, and then I've been hearing stuff all day too. So really what's real? And we learn to decipher. If everyone were to close their eyes right now that's tuning in and listening, and if you were to close your eyes and just imagine that a little kitten is going to walk into the room, do you know what color the kitten is, what kind of kitten it is, if it's male, if it's female? But you know it's a kitten because I just shared with you that a kitten's going to walk in the room. But what I said, oh, just kidding, it's really a dog. And he said, wait a minute, I hold on, I, I felt the whiskers. I, I know it to be a kitten. But yet your eyes were closed, so you were using your sensitivity. Mm-hmm. You see? Mm-hmm. So channeling's all of this. It, it's all of this. And really, here's the paradox, is that you're asked in the channeling process to remove all of that because another being is going to be coming through and doing the talking. And that's really what channeling is. It would be wonderful. Imagine a planet in which we were all connected to our higher self, our channeling, our higher self, whatever term that you want to use. But when even when you step aside from those energies and another being comes through, it's so beautiful, isn't it, to speak to a being that, that is no longer incarnate or perhaps never has and that mm-hmm. just loves you Yes. Oh, that brings up a really good point. So Ursula has a question. How can you be sure when you are channeling that the source is working for the light? Or the being is working for the light and will not lead you astray. Because you know the feeling, what's the difference between love and hate? What's the difference between anger and love? Mm. Your heart might start racing in both of those. When you're in love, your heart might start racing. And when when someone's angry with you or you're angry yourself, your heart might start racing. So what's the difference? So you absolutely know that a being that is of light has no agenda. <laughs> they have no agenda. Mm-hmm. 
And you know this by discerning. You knew, know this because you do your growth. And this is why growth is one of the delicious presents of becoming a channel. Because you will know if you close your eyes and I tell you a kitten is going to walk into the room. And you will tell me in a very short period of time the age of that kitten, the size of that kitten, the kind of kitten, the kind of hair that it has. That's because your sensings will be so acute. And it is the same. When we channel, we raise our vibration. You have to. You raise your vibration. You get your vibration up to those sensitized frequencies because it's like attracts like. And you're only connecting to your unseen group anyway. It's not just for any live wire. And all of this we connect to. We do all of this in the class. These classes are not about just connecting to a live wire out there. It's absolutely what it is not. It is connecting to your group that you've come in here that you've asked to be your cheerleader, that you've asked to guide you. Because that's exactly mm-hmm. what a guide does, friends, is they guide. They don't tell you what to do because they would have incarnated themselves. That's real important to know. Your higher self will say, yes, Loren, take this class. Yes, Loren, go ahead and do this. Yes, Loren, do this. Or no, don't do that. It's your higher self. It's you. But your spirit guide will say, hey, you know what? These are the kind of energies you're going to experience. What is your choice? Because their job is to empower you. If those types of energies aren't going on, then yes, indeed, question it. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't happen. I mean, that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen in the classes. It just doesn't happen. Right, yeah. It's um. It's pure. It's it's very cool. It's it's good stuff. Okay. Well, here Marie responds... And I'm glad that mm-hmm. you asked the question. Yeah, because, <laughs> because people are concerned about that. They are. Well, they, we it's kind of creepy. They're concerned about. They're mm-hmm. concerned about it because we live in a time of fake news. So naturally, mm-hmm. they're going to be concerned about it. Mm-hmm. So I understand, and I wanted to clear that up for you. And I love it because you can feel it. We can feel it. Yes, you can. You know the difference between love and fear, and anger and hate. So yes. Okay. And, and if you don't, you know, you're going to be with me and Syria family and, and you're, you know, we're guiding you. <laughs> hmm. All right. Real quick. I want to go back to Marie. She, she did respond and said, when I meditate, I stay in the silence and the intention is to connect with my higher self. Then I start feeling the energy all over my body and then the hand movements would start. So, okay. I just wanted to share that with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Very good. Uh, very good. Okay. And then here, I don't know who this is, but uh, this person says, what does it mean when you close your eyes and you see faces or faces in objects? Oh, well, that's beautiful that, that you're being very clairvoyant and seeing more than meets the eye. That happens with me a lot, too. Seeing faces mm-hmm. and objects, closing your eyes and seeing the unseen that's all around, seeing interdimensionally, it's proof you're not alone. <laughs> mm. Yes. Okay. So just explore that more. Awesome. And trust it. Missy replied. <clears throat> Missy was the one who channels beings, whose beings come to her. She says, usually it's very joyful, 
but then they, the beings, make me feel in my body how they died. I think so they know for sure it's them. I have told the spirit to leave if it feels not good and they leave. Wonderful. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, and they shouldn't really be coming in your body. They come close to your energy field. They don't come into the body. Okay. Very good. Your higher self can come into your body, but you, even even the most highest vibrational beings do not come into your body. They They come close to your energy field always by your invitation. Always by the invitation. I want to share Mel. Remember Mel? Mel's with her son. She had a dream about her son. And so after um, we got a comment and she shares that, wow, my body is feeling great intensity, especially in my head. And my heart is so tight. I definitely needed to heal this guilt. Okay. So she says, is there a meaning as it, it was so real? He was attacked in lifetime, and I guess I felt I didn't do enough to protect him, like they took him away in the night because I couldn't be strong enough to help. All right, so you were healing guilt, Mel. Well, it's 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 part of the unseen energy that this dear being has been living with, that this beautiful time that we're in is is bringing it to the surface for her to love herself enough to let it go because it's not helping her spirit son and it's not helping her she's being asked to love in a different way thank you all right we hope that helps you all right well now would be a beautiful time for cheryl you to bring in the syria family Mm -hmm. I want to talk first, though, because you do um, go into a space where we're not really going to talk to you too much afterwards. We're we're just going to hang up and say goodbye. Um, but you have you have a special offer, and what you do is, I mean, we have questions coming in, and people want to they want to ask the Syria family some questions. That's not really what we're going to do in today's show. We're going to do a group session. But you've got a couple of things. You've got an open forum where you do this over Zoom and people come in and they can ask questions and get specific answers in their life. And you also do personal readings with people. And in that personal reading, it's not just a reading. You are bringing through their soul, their soul essence in a portrait. And it's something that you draw beautiful colorings and you mail that to them so that's a really unique thing talk a little bit about this offering because these are great ways to get people into their own channeling and um, with the answers that they need as well yes all right thank you so friends um i've been doing with syria family something called an open forum for the last gosh, 30-plus years around the country. This is the first time that we're going to offer them through Zoom. And what this is is you and I and everybody is going to meet on Zoom, and you'll see me and hear me. We're going to talk for just a few minutes, and then I'm going to go into trance, like I'm going to do in a few minutes now. In Siri family, you'll be speaking to spirit directly. And um, 
oh, they're starting to come in. I'm starting to get hazy already. So what will happen is you, they're going to read the group energy like they're going to do in a few minutes. And then you can ask questions. And it's going to, it can be just like the kinds of questions that you guys asked today, whatever that you want to ask on, the things that are bothering you related to your growth. And then at the end, there's, there's, then they're going to answer you. And then at the end, there's going to be a meditation. And so I really encourage you to, to try it. I'd love to meet you. I'd love to share this with you. And then the second um, special is having a one-on-one -on -one with me where there's no one else, and we would meet on Zoom or Skype or something like that, FaceTime, whatever you like. And we'll be doing a one-on-one -on -one reading specifically for you, and then I'm making a drawing of the drawing is, it could be anything. It's very, very hard to just limit it. And what I mean by that, it could be your spirit guide. It could be your higher self. It could be part of your soul. But it will be about love. It will be very beautiful. And then you and I are talking, and I mail it to you. So, in a nutshell. Beautiful. <laughs> yes, it's beautiful. So, you know, that's exquisite. And it really helps. And what I love about the open forum is it's only $33. What a great deal. That's a great bargain. Um, and it a great is, way to have a mini session with you. Mm -hmm. And another thing, friends, it's, it's, it's just you can come in and out. So with our channeling classes, it's four weeks. I really like for you to be committed with that because we're, it's a building process. Week one, week two, we build upon. But with the open forums, it's it's open. It's just in and out. You can come on one week, and if you like it, you can come the following week. If you have to miss the following week, it's just in and out. It's an open forum. It, it's um, it, it, nothing is tailored ahead of time. Uh, spirit will read the energy by the individual souls that come. So that's a very beautiful thing. That's a very beautiful thing. All right, and so we also have a link to your next channeling class, which is coming up this fall. And if you all want to refresh your screen on the Acoustic Health website, you will see that as well. And so join us it's if you're be, into the channeling class. Mm -hmm. September or October. We haven't really – I want to get started with the open forums a little bit first, so people that come to the open forums can get a good idea as to what we're about and how we work. And I love that, too, because it's just a, I mean, that, that will give a great indication of how it works. And so that's a $33 price to get started with that. And then it'll set you up for the fall class. Perfect. All right. Well, that special offer is available on this webpage. You can click on the link to find it. You can also visit bit.ly, bit.ly slash Cheryl offer. Okay. Thank you for that. Well, we should probably tell them the first the first open forum. Um, I think I gave you those dates earlier. I'm I'm really drawing a blank right now because they're so close. What was it, August seventh? Yes, Wednesday night is. of August seventh. Yep. Mm hmm You can see those okay. two dates. The next two dates. Um, there's two events in August, and those are on the special um, offer page, August seventh and August twenty first. Beautiful. Okay. Right. Two different Okay, so I just want to explain just for a few minutes what's going to happen. I'm going to get quiet, and you're going to hear some heavy breathing. I've been clearing my throat a lot lately <laughs> during this conversation. I apologize, but there's a little tickle in there. And um, Siri family loves to tone, so she will come out of the gate, so to speak, toning. Um, 
and then she'll start to speak. I do not know what she's going to talk about. So anyway, I hope that you all have a good time. And there will be a, a meditation or some kind of um, something more of a meditation towards the end if there's time. Okay? So okay, you- beautiful. Thank you. Yes, 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 yes. Greetings, 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 all friends. Greetings indeed. What a wonderful time this is. Absolutely wonderful. We are absolutely overjoyed to be here with you on this very auspicious day of your timing. Yes, 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 indeed. Well, uh, July 23rd certainly has had its marks, has had its vortex on many different calendar days but the way that it falls on your calendar the way that it falls on your calendar in the 21st century would be the seventh month on the 23rd day but as our channel Cheryl was chatting with you there's certainly nothing new about it at all and so in that way you are all being illuminated right now right now as we speak illuminated with the brightest light in your universe. Be prepared because in that way, magnificent healings can occur. Many of our friends here that that chimed in through the chat box in that way, we're talking about healings, we're talking about realignments, we're talking about why is this happening, how can I be assured, we'll recognize, friends, that in this way, with this light that is coming through, you can align to it, you can have a shift. And we say this to the mother, Uh, that was dreaming about her son in that way. That was absolutely an old paradigm that you were dreaming about, that you were dreaming in. And there is a new opportunity to shift gears in that way, to shift gears to a higher vibration, not only for yourself uh, to be in, for what you project out in that way. Not only do you experience, but all those around you. That's how powerful that you are. And we say that to all of you, that you're far more powerful then you recognize yourself to be. And so when this light comes, it comes to remind you. Another component of this light is the use of your imagination, the use of your dreaming. And yes, you have these night dreams that many of you are still in question of, but we ask you to dream a world. There is a very familiar statement upon your planet is, let's have peace on earth. But when we ask you, what does peace feel like? Oftentimes, the individual will not know. And so we ask you 
what does peace look like to you? What does it feel like to you? For if you can feel it within your vibration, friends, you can create it. And so perhaps that is what is going on within your world, that your dream state is reflecting to you. It has a world that seems to be going awry, that is dismantling itself for you to rebuild. And how do you do that? Through your imagination. You must be able to imagine it. So perhaps a world in which everyone gets along, perhaps a world in which you embody the higher self quite easily. No stretching, no meditation, no uh, pushing ourselves. It's a matter of within your eyes, you radiate the love of your higher self. And so this is what this day asks of you, reminds of you. This is who you are. And you have 55 days of this very potent energy. And it's not that it's going to be gone. It's going to be lost. It's just that it is in her glory, in her magnificence, in her pregnancy, and she birth to you, her children, to be in this light. And so you are all part of the goddess energy. All of you are part of the goddess energy. All of you have your own goddess energy. And the way that you dream, and the way that you imagine, and the way that you love is your own interpretation and the utilization of the said energy. And so it's a beautiful time. And we are pleased to carry this message, to bring this message on to you. And so give us a moment as we tune in a little bit deeper here. There will be moments of uncertainty, yes. And why is that? Why, you say, do I have to be uncertain? Why can't I just feel potent and creative and in love all the time, all the time, all the time? And we say, yes, very good question. Why can you not? And that is because the energy of the universe works and ebbs and flows. You see, you'll work yourself to a particular potency. You'll work yourself to a high until the highest degree that you can carry. And then it will feel as though like this giant wave came to illuminate you. And you'll ride that wave as long as you can. And it is part of nature's course here on planet Earth that you must relax those energies. And so it will feel very much like an ebb in that way. And you'll wonder, why am I not as potent? And the ebb, we remind you, the relaxation is just as potent. You see, you live in a world in which action takes priority. But it is not. It is a state of beingness. That's what you're missing out in your world. Well, wait a minute. What do I do if I'm just being? Quite a paradox, yes? How do I do being? Well, you don't do it. You become it. A state of consciousness known as beingness. And you see, that's your authenticity. Now, does it mean, friends, that you can't have goals and you can't aspire to, to want to accomplish certain things? But in it, don't forget about moments of rest and beingness. To allow yourself to look at the leaves upon the tree and that the wind that is caressing those leaves and allow yourself to be enamored with it, to be lost in time. Yes, that is a state of trance. Well, where did you go? Well, I didn't go anywhere. I'm sitting here right in my living room. You say, But no, your consciousness was carried. 
And that's a state of trance. So it's very beautiful, very complex beings, the human being is very complex in that way. And as you evolve, which you all are, it's right and purposeful for everyone. As you evolve, as you awaken, as you grow in love, in many ways, life becomes a little bit simpler. A little bit more beautiful. So there's a great deal of excitement with those that are tuning in. We feel you getting your battery recharged, in a sense, and that's a beautiful thing to do. That's a beautiful way to do it, and to know that you are absolutely loved. We want to make that very clear. You're absolutely loved. Now, your inner child and your adolescent might say, no, 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 not me. (laughs) Not me at all. But we are here to tell you that you are absolutely loved. Just for who you are. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to try so hard. You're absolutely loved. Each and every one of you is recognized within the universe. Yes. There's a beingness. There's a consciousness known as God, Goddess, all that is. And you absolutely are not forgotten. No matter how difficult it might get here on planet Earth, no matter how challenging it might get within your own heart, you're absolutely never forgotten. And when that time comes, friends, that you choose to leave this plane, for you do choose your exit just like you choose your entrance, and you breathe your last breath, It will be a long, deep exhale. And then the following in-breath, you will find yourself on the other side of the veil. And when you review this lifetime, it will be like a blink of an eyelash. That's how fast the lifetimes go. But, oh, when you come here, they seemingly slow down, don't they? Become very slow and morphing because you are in a different reality here. And so live each day as if it's your only lifetime. Knowing in parentheses that you can have another, but to live each day in that way. You will become moment to moment with yourself. Every glance, smile, interaction will have great meaning to you. You will ask yourself, I don't seemingly need to take my depression medication any longer. How did that happen? I don't need to take it any longer. Because you feel at one and you have recognized that indeed you are not separated at all. You see, friends, your consciousness. Your consciousness that is vibrating to a particular form that indeed you have chosen. Yes, indeed. You have chosen your form just like a, just like a toothbrush has chosen its form. And it is an amalgamation of energy and vibration. And you are the same. We're not saying that you're a toothbrush. We're saying that you are indeed 
energy, vibration that is choreographing itself to be projected out to the essence that is you. And you can change it. You can change yourself with apology to none, we add. With apology to none. And so on these days, it's a reminder to you that that which you have left, you really haven't left at all. For one day you shall return. Serious energy guides your planet. Oh, a host of other ones as well. We're not the only ones. And we, Syria family, well, it would be very much like your planet Earth, yes? You have many, 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 many peoples here, but yet you are all humanity, yes? And it is the very same with us. We are a fraction. We are the channel's connecting point. And we call ourselves Syria family. All right, quite a mouthful, yes. And Loren, did you want to ask us anything? Thank you, thank you, thank you for the uplifting and the inspiring message that you give to all of us. This um, feeling of love and self-love is beautiful. We have a question. Can you talk a little bit more about compassion and boundaries? All right. Compassion and boundaries. Well, that is almost or the difference. Yeah? The difference, right? <laughs> I mean, um, we have to. This is a question coming from Carolyn. And um, what's the difference? I mean, the difference between compassion yet still maintaining our space, not giving away our power. Yes, well, absolutely. And in, in this particular case, we sense that the individual uh, oftentimes feels quite drained. And so it's a matter of guilt uh, that you have. And so, well, I'm, all, I'm spiritual, so I must be compassionate in that particular fancy. And uh, we understand uh, that uh, she is thriving. That uh, and what is the name one more time? Did you say Carolyn? Carolyn. Carolyn. All right, we'll, we'll address her, Carolyn, dear love. In, in that particular way, we sense that it's, it's a matter of guilt. Uh, oftentimes, not all the time, but oftentimes that that uh, that vibration you'll pass through. Well, I should do this, or I have the capability to do it, so I, I better do it. But yet it, it's starting to drain me, and so I better talk about my boundaries here. I better learn what my boundaries are. And boundaries are, are in essence, it's how you ground yourself, how you ground yourself, and how do you find where you end and where you begin. So if we were to ask you, uh, where do you end, Caroline, and where do you begin? It might be very difficult. You might say, well, gee, I, I don't really know because I feel myself just spreading out everywhere and, and in that way where uh, that would seem that there are no really set boundaries in that way. So the answer to the boundaries would become being more grounded, uh, really opening up your first chakra, finding out what guilts are there. And there are some that are there. Finding out why the guilts are there, why the angers are there, why you're allowing yourself to hold on to it, going into the heart center where compassion and passion live. They are both components of each other. The passion that you have in wanting to help people, the, the compassion for knowing how they have felt, knowing how an individual has felt in pain, 
in sadness, in 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 death, uh, in joy, and in happiness. Being able to mirror that frequency, not because you're aligning with it, because you have felt it before, and wanting to assist them. So a little bit of really getting to know yourself a little bit more and how to utilize those frequencies and knowing that there's a time and a place uh, to be helpful to others when you are not being drained. And compassion is absolutely a beautiful energy and you have much of it. So we hope that that helps you. Beautiful. Thank you. And this question helps all of us, so we appreciate this. We are mirroring the frequency. uh, Mm -hmm. We want to continue on that. You see, oftentimes that that happens in the in the metaphysical and our channel as well. You see, feeling well, uh, someone needs this. I really better do it. but to always ask yourself, well, wait a minute, am I, am I really martyring myself? Or do I have the energy to really do this? Is Perhaps is it better uh, that I take care of the self right now? Perhaps that would be compassionate uh, to say I need to take care of the self right now so I can be a better service to you on tomorrow. Hmm. Beautiful. Thank you. This question is related, and so maybe you could um, assist us. This one comes from Kate. It's beautiful because Kate, like so many, are feeling these energies of today and just this whole entire month. How do we keep our energies aligned? How do we keep in daily alignment? What can we do to help others? All right. First of all, we would ask you, what are you aligning to, dear love? What do you want to be aligned to? So we'll answer that first as a generality, that when you're, it would be like taking a canoe out into an ocean storm and wanting to not tip over. Well, it's quite difficult to navigate those waters if the emotions are in congruency with those waters, yes? So find a way, Kate, to ground yourself. In your particular case, give yourself permission to ground yourself. Uh, Daily walks in nature. uh, Try to purge uh, the thinking that is going on, the over-analysis that is going on. Uh, Walk in nature. When you are looking at the tree, touch the tree, look at every crevice of the tree, look up at the tree, uh, be involved in every aspect of your walk and what you're doing. Uh, What we sense that's going on with you is just an over-analysis. Too much is what is going on within your own personal life and what is going on in the world and really feeling helpless about it. Uh, To understand, dear love, that your greatest power, friends, your greatest battery recharge is here on this wonderful planet, the very planet in which you live on. Finding a way to connect to her with this extraordinary light that's coming in will be a wonderful way to uh, realign yourself and to align yourself to whatever it is that you would like. Isn't that wonderful? Thank Does that you. help, dear love? Yes, we hope that helps, Kate. Thank you. Okay. Yes. And this one is from Kathy, which is very interesting. Maybe you do have some insight on this. 
She has a question. As I get in bed at night, I hear voices in my left ear mostly, but I cannot hear the words clearly enough, only odd words. How can I tune in to hear more clearly? I also have single words come during the day, like my name. All right, so that's interesting. What's going on there? Well, it is, first of all, we would ask her, is if is this a sensitivity that Kathy would like to develop? So it appears as though that uh, some of the beings on the other side are knocking at her door. She doesn't know who they are yet because she hasn't aligned herself. Kathy, you have not aligned herself to find out who are these beings that are talking to you. So the question that we would have for her is, do you want to develop this? Do you want to develop it? That would be the first thing. Do you want to develop it and then to become the energy of someone that is of great facilitation uh, to those that are on the other side? So there's a little bit of personal work in realigning uh, to be able to hear them correctly. Remember, nothing happens to you. It only happens with you. Nothing happens to any of you. It happens with you. You're always, you have a far more choice than you realize. So the first question might be, is who are you? Yes. And Thank one of the reasons you. it happens before, an important note for her is one of the things that, the reasons it's happening before she goes to bed at night is because that's when her ego is the most relaxed. Very good. All right. Thank you so much. Well, yes. Syria family, this has been very beautiful. And I would love to have you close on a, a message of inspiration for all of us to keep on keeping on. We're so close to um, beautiful things, beautiful creations. And doubt might come in the way if we look out at the external world. So what can you do to um, give us that message to keep on keeping on? Yes, well, friends, understand that self-doubt can be a wonderful ally, can't it? So you never want to be afraid of what some of the shadow feelings are. You never want to um, say, oh, there you go, rubbish, get out of the way. But I don't want you here. So wait a minute. There's that self-doubt. What would be on the opposite side of that coin of self-doubt? Well, it might be really trusting myself. So thank you, self-doubt, for showing me that there's another frequency here. And so the shadow side of all humanity exists because the light is so bright and the shadow wants to be part of that light. So embrace your shadow. Do not be afraid of it. If you want to push it down and ignore it, it might just get a little bit stronger because it it is trying to get your attention. So embrace your shadow with elegance. Accept yourselves. And we're going to say something and then we're going to qualify it and we mean this all really is perfect right now. You're in a perfect position within your reality. And what we mean by that is that everything that you decided prior to life that you wanted to experience in this life, you are experiencing. And so you can't do anything wrong, even though you want to try. You can't really do anything wrong. Everything is on course. And you can trust that, and you can love that, and you can love yourself. Now, one thing that you can do, all of you, is please 
uh, stop being so difficult on yourselves. <laughs> Do not demand perfection. It is accept that you really are already perfect. Quite a paradox indeed. And so in these times it seems challenging, and so in these times that pull at your heartstrings, you see what a broken heart is asking you. A broken heart is asking you to love with that very same heart, and that is what heals a broken heart. And that is the recipe. We'll say it again. That if your heart aches, if your heart is broken, in all the ways that it can be broken, in all the ways that it can be hurt on this plane, and you ask yourself, how am I ever going to get over this? Is to start loving with that same heart. And so right now, do we have any time, Loren? Go ahead if you need to. I know what you just said there speaks to a couple people on our chat in the YouTube channel that are really dealing with some heartache. So I hope that that brings immense comfort Start loving with that same heart. So yes, you can go ahead. Go ahead. Is there any is there any time for us to do a five minute connecting point with everyone? Yes, we would so love that. All right, all right, friends. Uh, go ahead and rub your hands together. All right, as fast as you can, rub your hands together and feel your own heat. That's right. We're rubbing the channel's hands together. Rub your hands together. Now move them where there's about an inch, perhaps two inches between the two hands. Do you feel that energy? Mm-hmm. Do you feel your own energy, friends? Now go ahead and place it on your heart. Place both hands on your heart. And be silent. And start to feel your own heartbeat. That's right. Thump, thump. Thump, thump. Thump, thump. Friends, that is you loving you. Take a deep breath in. And on the exhale, push it through your feet. What you wish to change. Perhaps I wish not to be so afraid. All right, then I'm going to trust my own heartbeat. Take a deep breath in on that. Wash it through that you've seen yourself respond. A little bit differently. Give yourself space and grace. And know that in the next 55 days, you're going to be getting a lot of help. Go ahead, talk to the light. Talk to the Syrian light. Talk to the goddess that flows through the Syrian light, shining her light to each and every one of you. Allow yourself to be loved. And watch how your world change, how you change when you know that you are loved. You must trust that. And so as your heart beats for you, 
some of you will remember this exercise. Some of you will forget. But your heart will never stop beating for you in this life. And so as we said in the beginning, you are more loved than you know. You are more loved than you know. And we love each and every one of you. We thank you for being part of this body of time. For chiming in on all these beautiful apparatuses just to be with us. We are filled with love ourselves. And so as our channel talked about the channeling process, what we do, now we're going to step aside. And we're going to bring her back. And we're going to tell you again what a joy it has been. Some of you very ancient souls that are on this call, that have called in, written in, very old souls having a lot of things come up from past. And that's not because you've done anything wrong. That's because you've done everything right. And you're strong enough now. You're powerful enough now. You're filled with light now to look at it. You see? That's what growth is. That's how your higher self and your guides are working. They're working on your behalf for you to excel, for you to have the success in your heart, in your growth. And so the energies always come up when you are ready. And it's always in the rhythm that you are ready. They root for your success. And we tell you this, channeling, trans-channeling, mediumship, it's only going to grow. And there will come a time, perhaps even in your lifetime, when you will see these offered in the school systems. Oh, they might have different names. But a child that wants to talk to grandpa on the other side will know that it is just perhaps a a shift within the brain that will take one or two seconds and he can talk to grandpa. And so the idea of death is changing to rebirth and you're all processing this. You're all wondering, what is that? And so we and others come in to help you. We come in to guide you. So those of you that have asked about dreams, that have asked about mediumship, that have asked about channeling, we hope to see you again. And so in closing, we repeat, we love you. We love each of you profoundly. You might feel a gentle breeze. You might feel a little tickled. You might feel a little bit happier, more filled with joy. And just know that that is us coming to kiss you. And so we are going to sign off with great joy, with great pleasure, and with great love. We are Syria family. Good day.
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We receive your love. We feel your love. Thank you. Hi. (laughs) What a beautiful message from the Syria family today. Just a beautiful reminder that we cannot do anything wrong to really trust that and to love ourselves and to truly know that we are loved more than we know. Thank you. That was a beautiful exercise as well for a a, a, a heart that hurts and how mm-hmm, we can start mm-hmm. loving with that very same heart. A beautiful message. <sighs> <laughs> well, thank you, everyone. This is Cheryl. I'm back. Thank you for um, just you know, coming on board and, and having the courage to be to be with us and ask the questions. And um, I hope that uh, it's a little fuzzy, a little hard for me to talk, but I, I hope that, that you were helped. Yes, I know we have, um, our community has shared with us that this was very helpful. And so all hearts, thank you for shining your bright light, for healing this pain, for bringing light to the shadow. Now we dream and we create new earth and everyone has skills to expand upon. So happy trails as you expand and develop these skills that we're all wired for. Again, I want to mention Cheryl has her special offer available for you. Again, there's the open forum, $33 to join. And then there's the soul portrait, which includes a personal session with Cheryl. And that allows her to bring forth the drawing of your soul as she interprets it. Uh, it's quite beautiful. You can click through to the special offer page and see some uh, a short video there of what some of those drawings have been like. And these are very heart-opening and really soul-touching for those who receive these portraits. So, Cheryl, I want to thank you for that. And also right below the special offer button is a um, link to the next channeling class with Cheryl. That's coming up later this fall. So thank you, everyone, and thank you, Cheryl. I loved our conversation, and I loved the message from the Syria family. Thank you for having me. I really, it's it's just so much fun. I really appreciate you having me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you to everyone else. That was wonderful. Yeah. Thank you, Cheryl, and thank you, everyone, for joining us. And thanks for your bright, radiant light. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Until next time, Cheryl, we'll see you again. (laughs) We'll see you again. (laughs) Stay tuned, right? Stay tuned. (laughs) Cheryl No Day, Channel of the Syria family. All right. Thanks a lot, Cheryl. Namaste. Namaste. All right. Again, you can access Cheryl No Day's special offer with the link on this webpage. And now it is time to dance our way to the cosmic heart. Let's feel a little bit of the joy and the love that we are cultivating from within our heart. So have fun and dance with us. Namaste.
listening to this quantum conversation and thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart. As we raise our own vibration, we raise the vibration of the planet. This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all quantum conversations, special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste. Namaste.